time for re-engineering your finances with the founder of CP Weldy Group, Charles Weldy. Welcome to the Reengineering Your Finances podcast. Walter Storholt here with Charles Weldy, the founder of CP Weldy Group, and our guide on the program to learn more about the financial world and uh, retirement and all points in between those subjects. You can find Charles in the office in Chadsford, PA on Route 52, serving you throughout the Delaware and Chester County areas. And you can also find us online at cpweldygroup.com. On today's show, we're going to take a little bit of a sidestep from all the coronavirus talk. And we just want to focus a little bit more on getting to know Charles a little bit better on today's show. You know, we spend so much time getting to know the financial world, and uh, we spend a lot of time getting to know you uh, through this show by covering common and uh, frequently asked questions. But I've teed up a couple of questions for Charles today just so we can get to know his personality a little bit better. Because, Charles, I think it's just as important, you know, people who listen to the show, not only for them to get to know the basic elements of financial planning, but I think it's also really important, and I'm sure you would back this up from you know the way that you meet and interact with clients and build a relationship with them throughout the planning process. It's important for them to get to know you a little bit too, right? Absolutely. I'm proud of who I am and where I came from, Walter. Absolutely. So we're going to cover a little bit on that today. I've, I've teed up four, we'll call them getting to know you questions on today's show. So the first one I want to ask you, if you could relay a message to yourself 20 years ago, what would you tell yourself knowing what you know now? Well, Walter, I think uh, to answer that, I, I probably would start with a story. And the story is this. Um, back in 2004, my dad passed away. And, uh, you know, just to give you a background, uh, my, my dad was a great man, had 11 children. And uh, him and my mom were married for many, many years. And uh, shortly after he died, I remember being at one of my brother's house and we were out in the deck. You know, we were just talking and reminiscing. And one of my brothers said to my mother, he said, uh, Mom, like you've been around, you know, the block, uh, you know, many, many years. Is there any words of wisdom that you could share with us? And my mother looked at John and I'll never forget. I can actually see her face now as I'm speaking. She said, Johnny, it's later than you think. And if I knew that 20 years ago, you know, things may have been a little bit different because to be candid with you, I mean, I'm in my early 60s, but the reality of it is, I think I got all the time in the world and uh, I don't really respect time as much as I probably would have if I embraced those words. It's later than you think when my mother said that on my brother's deck many, many years ago. Hmm. It's later than you think. Yeah, those are words that are going to stick with you for a while, aren't they? <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> so uh, what would what does that then, uh, how has that kind of played out now if you went back and told yourself that 20 years ago? How would that play out in today's world? Well, I mean, today's the only day you have, you know, embrace what you have, like, look at the positive side of things, you know, when you plan, you know, yeah, you want to plan for the future, but you really want to make sure that what you can get done today, you get done today, maybe embrace excellence instead of like embracing um, perfection, so that you won't be a procrastinator. So there's many, many lessons learned from that one uh, saying it's later than you think. Well, I think it's wonderful, Charles, to be able to have that perspective and uh, the message you would tell yourself 20 years ago. My next question for you to get to know you a little bit better, what's the luckiest thing that's ever happened to you? Well, I, I believe the luckiest thing that ever happened to me is being born in the Weldy family. Now, it's not the Rockefeller family, it's the Weldy family. But <laughs> realistically, I mean, I have two great parents, they're, they're deceased now, but like they gave us everything. They sacrificed their whole life for their 11 kids. I've got 10 unbelievable brothers and sisters. I love them to death. I've been married for 40 plus years to the same woman. I got three beautiful daughters. I got two adorable grandkids. 
I count my blessings every day. One of the greatest things that ever happened to me is I got lucky and I was born into the wealthy family. Nah, that's pretty, uh, it's a little cliche, Charles, but I'm going to give it to you because you, <laughs> you had a good answer there. So that, that's fantastic. I was waiting for like, you know, I found a $100 bill on the sidewalk or something like that, but you can't put a value on being born into a great family. So that's, uh, that's a very good answer. All right. What's the, uh, we'll go from luck to dumb. <laughs> what's the dumbest or uh, most foot in your mouth thing you've ever said? Well, uh, I'm thinking about a time when I guess I was 10 or 12 years old. And maybe at the time we had, uh, you know, maybe a family size of 10. And uh, my mother made maybe like eight chocolate puddings for dessert. Dessert (laughs) wasn't a big thing in the Weldy family. But when we had it, you know, you definitely want to make sure you got your portion. It made it special, right? Exactly. So I remember uh, being in the kitchen a little earlier. My mom was a little perplexed. She said, oh, my God. She said, I you know, didn't make enough chocolate pudding for one short. So, um, you know, we ate dinner and after dinner, my mom said, all right, I got a question to ask who. And as soon as she said who, I raised my hand. And then she completed the question. <laughs> who wants to be a martyr? And Uh-oh. I didn't get the chocolate pudding. Oh, so no. that that's one of the times when I said to myself, you know what? I'm the dumbest guy in the room, you know. I guess you had to be there to appreciate it, but um, you know the, the bottom line is uh, that's probably one of the dumbest things I've ever done. That's pretty funny, yeah. Well, I mean, when dessert was that big of a deal in the house because you didn't get it very often, I mean that that's going to stick with you for a long time. So, yeah, absolutely. <laughs> so, if you could go back, uh, it, it, that would have been your answer if you could go back and relay a message to yourself twenty years ago. If we had stretched that timeline out a little bit longer, you'd have gone and told little Charles Weldy to not raise your hand at the at the table for the pudding. <laughs> yeah, or I would have said something like, uh, you know what, listen to the question before you answer. That's right. That's right. I think I had. <laughs> that problem growing up too i'd always try uh, teachers would get on me for that all the time answering the question before they finish the question uh you know you just wanted to show that you were smart and try and be the first one to give the answer and uh, often you'd be uh left out in the cold like you were with the pudding there so that's pretty funny uh last one you're, you're a good storyteller charles so uh, i'm gonna ask you to do that here too they say you know that smell is the sense that actually is most closely tied to memory when you smell something, it can often transport you immediately to a time and a place and, and, you know, inspire a lot of memories. So what's a distinct smell that you remember or something you could smell right now that would take you right back to that certain place in time? Well, it's easy for me. It's the smell of pineapple. I remember back in 2006, I was in Hawaii with my family. We were on vacation and we had the Princeville Hotel, one of the most beautiful hotels I've ever been in my entire life. And we were by the pool and I smelled this sweet smell and I was wondering what it was. And somebody looked at me like I was crazy and said, that's pineapple. We, you know, we grow pineapple around here. And uh, every time that I smell pineapple, I'm brought back to the Princeville Hotel in 2006 with my family, just enjoying um, the beautiful world that we live in. And, you know, uh, it was just unbelievable. Was that a uh, Maui or a Wahoo? Actually, it was... Um, uh, what's that island Co- that Kauai? went for Kauai. It was yeah, Kauai. Oh, okay. We had one street, one street, it's a horseshoe and, uh, you know, unbelievable. I've only been there once in my life, but that smell brings me back to, uh, to that island in Hawaii in 2006. 
I've heard Kauai is gorgeous. Uh, my my wife's sister lived in Hawaii for many years, and we got to go out there a couple of times. Um, and but it was always just Oahu. We haven't seen any of the other any of the other islands. But they all all said always that uh, Kauai is just a gorgeous gorgeous island. I think that's also where they have filmed many of the movies, done a lot of the scenes for various you know tropical movies and dramatic movies and that kind of thing. Jurassic Park. I think a lot of that's had some Kauai footage. In uh, in many of those, just for because of the beauty, you know, it's so much, yeah, uh, such a cool place. Yeah, that is really cool. Hawaii is one of those places that's definitely cracked up uh, to every, everything it's cracked up to be. It's it's it definitely matches the expectations. There are some places that get all the billing and you go check them out and they're cool, but it it wasn't like it was magical. No, Hawaii definitely is just as magical as everybody makes it sound. It's a gorgeous place out there, that's for sure. Well, thank you, Charles. That was fun getting to know you a little bit better uh, on today's show. Just fun to get a peek into your personality a little bit, your past, some of the things that are important to you. I think it's just helpful for people to get to know you a little bit better on this show, in addition to getting the financial guidance and information as well. So I appreciate you playing along with us here. I'll, I'll tee up some more questions for you. Maybe we'll do this again on a, on a future episode. We'll get some more questions ready for you to get to know you some more. How's that sound? That sounds great, Walter. I really appreciate it. Perfect. Well, thank you, Charles. We'll look forward to talking to you on the next episode. Thanks so much. Thank you. Uh, don't forget, if you've got any questions for Charles, we've got contact information. If you've got questions about your financial or retirement plans or creating a more tax-efficient plan, that's what Charles specializes in. You can find the contact info in the description or in the show notes section of today's program, or you can call 610-388-7705 and online at cpweldygroup.com. We'll talk to you next time on the Reengineering Your Finances podcast. Financial planning and advisory services are offered through Prosperity Capital Advisors, PCA, an SEC-registered investment advisor. Registration as an investment advisor does not imply a certain level of skill or training. The CP Weldy Group and PCA are separate, non-affiliated entities. PCA does not provide tax or legal advice.